0: So, two experienced podcasters doing a joint episode have made the uh, mortal sin of not pressing record. <laughs> I'll hold my hands up. <laughs> i yes. hold my hands up to that. I do apologize. No, so. Don't worry, mate. Don't worry. We're, we're <laughs> going to start again from the top. So, we have a, a joint episode with. Coach Carbon on the Carbon Life Pods, and also Juan Cifuentes from Wind Corner podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we'll trying and recap. Um, I'll start with how we met. Um, we won a competition via the Fountain app, um, which is where our podcasts are both hosted. Um, I then once once I won the competition, put a little message out on Twitter to say um, I've got some stats to give away. The first person to comment and one commented, um, "Does this count?" And fair's fair. I hear I said yes it does so I followed Wed's podcast and sent him some stats he sent some my way and then we thought let's do a, a conversation together um, two 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 bees on the pod uh, I realised we share the same initials as well JC um, there, there's something in those initials um, if you're that <laughs> <right>. <laughs> but um, we've had we had about a 50 minute conversation which we're gonna have to try and recap on uh, but let's start, <laughs> yeah. we'll start with the conversation I asked you um, so your roots from El Salvador currently living in barcelona uh the question i asked was what are your thoughts and on el salvador taking on um bitcoin as, as a currency as part of going on the bitcoin standard and what have you heard from people family members and friends on the ground out there
1: yeah so long short story <laughs> <laughs> so started um i heard about this <laughs> i no, i heard about bitcoin 2017 on the university but as i heard it about as as blockchain uh so um so the, the point of view of as an engineer actually blockchain is really boring so I, I i was i wasn't interested enough about blockchain blockchain i was like all right it's a whole technology but i, I know some advantages of, of it but that was it so i put it on a side and then in um uh, but that time my sister was living in, in Australia and then she came back here and she started talking to me about Bitcoin so and I was really curious because she comes from the finance perspective she's, she's a bit business administrator and I'm an engineer so I was like mm, this is why, why she knows about Bitcoin so she told me about Bitcoin and then uh, one day I was talking with my dad and he also mentioned Bitcoin that my sister talked about t- t- uh, him about bitcoin and my dad is a doctor so i was like all right so there's an engineer of uh finance girl and uh and a doctor and they both are the three of them are interested in bitcoin so there's something here so i start to uh you know studying about it and then cypher uh, brought his book the the bitcoin standard it was for me the, that book was as many other Bitcoiners that's how it orange bill me so uh we were really interested about that uh but before that uh, of course we came also from shitcoins because we weren't orange pill, so we were trying to figure out what was all of it uh, but again when I read Cypherdin, I was like ah, oh, all right so now I get it uh, and put all shitcoins aside and I start to orange build also my my family so I told them like all right we're doing right but there's something you need to know <laughs> and uh, I explained them um, Bitcoin from that's perspective from size within perspective that I think is the right way because you know he told he he told the story of the money the money history so it's really good and uh, so then uh, we continue our life investing in Bitcoin, uh, studying more and more. But then we find out that uh, Najib Kelly was, uh, was going to make it uh, a legal tender. So we were, we were like, what? What's going on here? And I started digging. And I heard the story about El Sante because, you know, El, El Sante, it's really famous for surfers. Uh, but uh, for us, we actually, we don't go that much to El Sante if you're not a surfer but if you're a surfer that's the way that's the the place you need to go so um uh, we should go to the other beach. but I started digging about something and uh, I heard about the circular economy and and for me um it was really interesting because you know there was a poor community but when I was digging and and studying about it I saw that there were some improvements and I was like wait how and then I start to understand that uh peter uh mike peterson was doing this project with uh local communities um about bitcoin and uh we saw some improvements uh, from all perspectives, you know so and then when bukele made it legal tender uh, that's that's how i understand it that okay you see some improvements you see that uh that Bitcoin is because it, again it was like a poor area and we saw some improvements so uh I thought all right so uh, but that time I didn't know if Bukele was a Bitcoiner or mm. or he was just interested about this project and uh you know he saw that something good uh, was happening there so so he wanted to uh to brought it to the entire country but then I studied more, and I knew that I figured that he was actually a Bitcoiner, a Bitcoiner, and uh, and then you know Max Kaiser went there, so uh, for us it was uh, really amazing. Once Orange Field was the, the greatest news of all time because making the old tender was uh, really really good. Um, but we really knew uh, as a family that there's a long road, and actually it's it's a long road because you need a lot of education because if not uh you know i have shared this story um, in the podcast that we have a history with the dollar because uh long, long short story is that we had colones that it was our currency uh, but in 2001 the government of that time wanted to uh find a solution because we were uh experienced something like the corralito that happened in argentina like inflation so they found the solution they thought that okay if we bring uh the dollars maybe we'll have something stable but one colon it was like no sorry one dollar it was 8.75 colon. So imagine the the currency was debilitated but the sorry the savings but was divided by nine for you know for people so they were angry about that so I think people thought that bringing Bitcoin as a legal tender it happened the same thing but of course not so that's why we need education and talking about in general in El Salvador it's uh there are two sides people that make it uh because you know (laughs) in every country I think it happens that you make it political this uh, so they thought some people that know about Bitcoin the, the first time that they heard about Bitcoin was from Bukele so maybe people are t- thinking like okay this is something political that he brought something new and uh you know but then education about that and then our Bitcoiners that are from around the w- around the world and they are educating like Max and Stacy and Je- and um uh, John then he from Bitcoin and so on so they're what they're doing is to educate in other uh Salvadorians that are from different parts and. They become teachers. They become bitcoiners, and and then they go to their uh, states departments. I don't know how to call it, and they teach Bitcoin through the necessities of that state, You know, yeah. So I think that's a, the best approach because you need to understand people's needs in order to to bring a solution. So I that's I don't know if I answered your question. No, you did. You did. You
0: did. And um, so from my perspective, uh, falling down the rabbit hole in 2020, what I found fascinating is the speed, um, speed of adoption and implementation. So knowing what was happening in El and Bitcoin Beach, then seeing um, Bukele announce it at Bitcoin conference that um, it was going to be legal tender and then seeing it happen. Um, you mentioned about El um it, it getting better when they adopted Bitcoin, or when they were using it, and also now El Salvador seems to be getting better. And it's not just the price value number go up because you mentioned about the the volatility. Also, um, oh, the uh, when the you adopted the US dollar, and then um, there was some inflation there with Bitcoin because it's so volatile. People are going to be overly skeptical. But what some people that understand is with the adoption of it, it's not just the ability to use it it's the again education it's the understanding of how, of how it can work but also attracting people so you, you're attracted El Salvador are attracting Bitcoiners who some are wealthy but some are technical some everyone has their own talent but because there is a shared belief in Bitcoin they're drawn to El Salvador and they're going to bring their skills with them which is going to make the local environment the local economy better and seeing it in real time was just, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And again, people that don't understand Bitcoin or you say make it political will have their uh, misconceptions about it. But seeing, seeing it on on, on Twitter, on, on social media, and what's going on. So you had Jack Mallers doing bits with Strike out there. I've seen Peter McCormack's. Um, he's done a, a documentary about Al Salvador. He's met Bukele. There's so much content out there in terms of media, interviews, podcasts. Just if That's you can true. just orange pill a few people and say, listen, have a look what's going on. Yes, it's not perfect. There's gonna be teething problems. Um, but you mentioned Max Kaiser, Stacy Herbert, they're doing some great stuff out there. I think the volcano bonds are now live, is that right? So a lot of people yeah. have been talking about that. And yeah, see yeah. see I okay, I'm excited. I want to make a, a trip to El Salvador myself. I said to my wife and family you that sure? I wanna make you it sure. I wanted to go um go this year. It hasn't quite transpired, but yeah, twenty twenty four. I think before I press record. We were talking about the Harbin. <laughs>
1: oh, yes, true.
0: Yeah, I the Harbin party. Before. So, if I can make it to El Salvador for the
1: Harbin party, I'll be, I'll be very happy. Yeah, and the thing that that's another thing that I, I forgot to mention that uh, people asked that why why Bukelé brought Bitcoin to El Salvador, and the short answer is because uh, most people didn't have uh, the ability to go to the banks or to get bank services because you know. Um, when you live in a poor area, uh, you have to take a bus that it takes like thirty minutes to go to the to to the bank. But during that that road, it could happen a lot of stuff. And by that time, you know, everyone knows Salvador was dangerous. So you could be robbed, you could be killed. Uh, so and you have to take like uh, half of your day to just to go from home to the bank to deposit uh, the fiat money, and uh, to pray that nothing happens to you. So I think uh, that's really important and not just the Bitcoin adoption, but all the work that Bukele is doing in terms of security, because you, need, you know they need to go hand by hand because if not, the, the adoption will be um, really difficult. But now you have uh, both sides, you have security, but also you have the Bitcoin adoption because if you have a phone, you can uh, download the, not just Shiva wallet per se, you can download any, any wallet that don't, doesn't require KYC, and you have instant, uh, instant access to financial services without the bank. So that's that's the main thing that he uh, he fixed it with with Bitcoin. So and of course the security, so so they go hand in hand.
0: Yeah, definitely. And is that those are things that people don't realize or are aware of. So you're thinking about it's not just a number go up technology. It's as you mentioned, people that have to travel um uh, half a day to go and deposit money withdraw money there's no there's less risk of them being robbed but then also the time value they now have more time that they can spend at home working or with their family that they wouldn't have before so yeah I, there's so many positives by i say adopting by understanding it and i i argue if someone had done 100 plus hours of, of learning that's listening or reading um or watching watching videos I don't think you'll be against Bitcoin, or to, or to that's say cool. that it's not a viable technology that's going to help humanity. And it sounds like all evangelical when you talk about fix the money, fix the world. Uh, but where, the more the more you dive, dive down down into the rabbit hole, for me, the clearer it becomes. Although some of the, the information is like, well, I've got a lot of understanding to do, like the knowledge, the knowledge that I've amassed. It's been great, but I know there's so much more that I need to I need to understand. But what I try to do now, through everything I do with um, the health and wellness, the wealth education and the, the podcast, is just to give people touch points. Because I had a few touch points before I found on rabbit hole, and I wish somebody would have just dragged me by the arm a bit firmly and said, come on,
1: do a bit more reading, do a bit more listening, uh, take some information on board and see what you think. <laughs> absolutely no and I think that education is really important you know uh I have a personal story that uh one of my best friends uh, used to be my my roommate and uh, she's from Salvador also and uh, she knows that I'm I'm all into Bitcoin but she's not so she told me like but I want to invest a little bit in Bitcoin could you could you help me to invest in it and i was like all right this is not an investment so and i had the uh, you know the, uh, the bitcoin standard so i told her you're from El salvador you need some education you should read this book read it and yeah. when you re- once once you read it come back <laughs> and we'll start talking and you know you'll see that it's not about investment This is something way better <laughs> so right now she she has a <laughs> she has something to do
0: <laughs> again a yeah. proof of what she reads the book and then should have a bit more understanding, then you can have a further further conversation.
1: <laughs> exactly. And uh talking about rabbit hole journey, can you share a bit about your rabbit hole journey?
0: <laughs> um so you, I'll touch upon my pre-corner days. So 2018, um, I was into stocks and shares a little bit. Um so in a former life, I was a project, um, project manager in construction. Um, mm-hmm. I had a had a new project started, my site manager. the job said oh can i bring in my gaming chair my gpu said yeah that's fine um brought it in it turns out he was mining bitcoin we had conversations about money investment i was telling him about my shares he was trying to tell me a little bit about bitcoin but just kind of dismissed it um and one day i think i'd seen on the news about mining and people going to colder climates to mine i had no idea so i asked him a question i said oh what's all this mining stuff and he laughed and then there was a labour on site as well. They both laughed. And from this point, when I look back, I think two things should have happened. One, I shouldn't have been so proud because I just looked and went, whatever. But I think what also he should have done is said, I'm only joking, come and this is what it is. And so that kind of that touch point was like just gone. And so everything I do now, I refer back to that moment and think, I can't have anyone say to me in four or five years time, say, our oh, coach, when I wanted some information, you didn't quite help me. I want people to know that I was there, available, giving people the information that I understood and giving them touch points to help them on their journey. So fast forward then two years, um, we have COVID happens. Um, I have redundancy from work and I have a bit more time on my hands. At this point, I'm just concentrating on health and wellness. I'm getting fitter. How can people live healthier lifestyles? Um, I'll come back to that in a minute because it ties in with, with the whole Bitcoin mindset. Um, but with the free time I had, a friend of mine in the group group chat said he wants to speak about crypto. That was the word, crypto. So I said, why not? And the reason why is because I'd missed out on an opportunity five years before on something, which I was then starting mm-hmm. to work on at that point. So I thought, I'm not going to miss out again. I have the time. Let's talk about it. First thing he said was personal responsibility, do your own research. So I did a month of deep dive, again, listening to all the podcasts I could, reading books, watching YouTube videos. And by the end of that month, I must say I probably did about nine, 10 hours a day and I was just consumed by it all. And at the end of that month, I just thought, this is it. This is the thing that humanity's been looking for. This is what I've been searching for my whole life. This is going to be great. Mm-hmm. And I just went on a rampage of sending people information. Look about now, it's probably a bit, a bit too much. So I've changed my, the tact of the way I communicate with people. But um, shout out to Robert Breedlove because I watched his three part series, Masters of Slaves and Money. And that, broke it down without you mentioning Bitcoin, I think until the, maybe the third episode of, of what money is relating to time, energy and um, value. And I was like, yeah, this, this, I understand what money is now. And I understand how Bitcoin can help solve it. So from that point on, it was just reaching out to people on social media. I, I was on Twitter before, not really active, but then reignited my love for Twitter. That's where I've met most of my connections. And then in 2021, the, um, I joined a Bitcoin learning group um, with Daniel Prince and a guy Ooh. called Alvaro San Martin of Minds Group. Um, we, we used to join once a week. There's about 15 of us on the call all around the globe. So we spoke about it before I press record about Bitcoin is coming together uh, from around, cool. the, around the world with shared values and beliefs. And uh, one particular call, early 21, we had John Vallis on. And when I tell people mm. the story, uh, John Vallis they're like who but for me at that point it's like oh my gosh John Vallis yeah. I'm, on a, I'm on a call with him and so we yeah. had to we had to introduce ourselves and talk about what we would do and I said well I'm new into bitcoin I want to provide value back in the space help educate people but I'm not an engineer I'm not a, I'm not into software I don't know how how my skills uh, are relative or how, how they can help and these words I'll never forget he said to me well why don't you why don't you provide value in your community and at that moment the penny dropped so I thought it's football. I know. I understand football. I love football. I love Bitcoin. I can see how the principles and fundamentals are um, tying together, such as your proof of work, which is your performance. Your fight in the fud, which is self belief. Um, you got you got your, your teamwork in there. Um, do your own research. There's so much, so many elements that come together. And at that night, I created Bitcoin Ballers, and I thought this is the way that I'm going to help people understand Bitcoin through through their proof of work through skills. So I did a lot of online stuff people could um, enter competitions by doing skills. Sometimes it was just interacting with a page and I would give, give them sets using the lightning network, um, which I, well, I'm amazed, obviously, the amount of Bitcoiners that don't know about lightning because obviously when I got into the space, lightning was just coming up or just yeah. being, being a known thing. So for me, I've always interacted with lightning. So for me, it was the, the main way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, fast forward a few years, I've hosted football competitions for young people at winter, called at the Winter Cup Festival, I've had two of those. Um, I've entered teams into competitions, the six aside, seven aside competitions. So we've had boys' teams, girls teams, senior teams, got to a final of a couple of those. i have actually won a couple of trophies. I'm now working towards um getting a team to the TST, the soccer tournament in America. They've just had their first one a, a few a couple of weeks ago. Um, the next one is in 2024. The prize is a million dollars.
1: Um, wow! my Whoa. mission,
0: my mission is to win that. And cover like <laughs> Bitcoin and how with education So support different um, different projects and obviously obviously help Bitcoin ballers get on, get on the global map. Um, but for me, it's just just dream big. You never know what's going to happen. I'm trying to contact loads of Bitcoiners in the space who are knowing into football. I've had a few on my hit list, so that that's my mission. Um, I've also reached out to um, that's so cool Bitcoin Amsterdam. I'm hoping to have a competition there, a football competition there this October. And just before the call, I've had a local tournament contact say there's a space. So I've got a team entered in the tournament this Saturdays. And it's the one we won last year. So I'm hoping that we can, again, proof of work, retain the trophy, and then, um, a bit more bragging rights and a lot more um, positivity to show on, on social media to rally, rally the community. So it's, so cool. it's, been, it's been a whirlwind of three years, but I've learned so much, met some amazing people, had, had a great time. And... For anyone that's questioning, okay, what is Bitcoin? For me, it's just, yeah, just delve your head into the rabbit hole and you'll see so many people using Bitcoin for their advantage, use but it's allowing them to be to flourish for their creative skills. I've mentioned it on podcast before. So myself doing the football, you have people who are into running using using Bitcoin as a as a medium. You've got artists, you've got musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, fil- filmmakers, people doing clothes, there's, there's whatever, you, whatever you think about as a, as a career profession or whatever you don't know about a career profession, somebody is utilising Bitcoin and the community to help them flourish to get their message out there. And a prime example, even if you didn't want to use Bitcoin and didn't understand it, it's about the connection, the network. You can interact with someone across the globe. We're having this conversation now. This, this conversation will be, will be put on a Bitcoin podcast. People can send sats or can receive sats from this podcast anywhere in the world just by listening. If you have a product to sell, if you try to go through the traditional finance routes, there would be flags all over the show. Um, Where's this money going to? Who's it from? You'd get stuck with conversion rates. Um, It would take a couple of days to probably settle. Whereas I could sell something now for the value of a pound in the UK or I could buy something for the value of a dollar somewhere else. And we can settle that transaction instantaneously. And you could be anywhere in the world. All you need is a, say, a mobile device or a connection to the Bitcoin network. And you've got people in Africa using old school mobile phones, SMS text messages to receive Bitcoin. there, like, yeah, the barrier is getting less and less. Um, and for me, yeah, just, just understand it. Early adopters are going to benefit the most. If you have an idea, run with it have a conversation with someone that understands Bitcoin and see how you can make it work for yourself
1: absolutely well now you are talking about that uh, I think we should talk about value for value because basically what, what that's what you're talking about <laughs> yeah because you know that that's one thing that um I love like platforms for example one time that uh listeners get sets and us get sets through donations or whatever but it's, it's really important because not just not just about the monetary uh, thing but uh, for example uh, if you launch a project uh, for example in, in geyser or or even in your own website and you, you use bitcoin uh, there's something way different that's happening right now because normally uh, if you want to launch something by yourself even if it is a small or um, you know or a medium uh, company or just a small project uh you need it to be a sponsor by a big company normally and, and expect something on on return to, to them and uh, but monetarily and here's way different because uh, it's peer to peer. You don't need uh, a company to sponsor you. There's people that read and study what you're doing, and if they feel identified that uh, okay, this person is bringing something valuable to uh, his community or through the society or even through through the internet, and say okay, uh, I feel related with that. Uh, I think um, it's going to bring something valuable, so I'm going to donate some sets and the the person doesn't expect some sets in return what they expect it's something valuable that but real for real right so uh, that's something that, that i like uh, about even as you mentioned uh through lightning because lightning it's basically instantly and uh you can do it uh across the world so as you mentioned uh you are lowering the barriers so now you're giving more chance more opportunity to so people that. Basically, never expected in their entire lives to have an opportunity. For example, uh, I interviewed um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Gaby Bibas. She's a girl from Venezuela, and she told me um, a story that um, a family that they were really poor, and uh, they somehow uh, uh, listened. They they somehow somehow they learn about Bitcoin so and what they did is that they were a family of three kids and you know the, the wife and the husband and the uh, the older uh the older kid uh, he's around 17 i think uh he started studying uh about bitcoin through his phone and he understand that so uh what they did is that uh, they start building a farm to you know where you can get the lactose from, from the cows and make cheese and uh, local cheese and white natural and everything. They also have chickens and they start selling eggs, natural eggs. So, but what they did is that uh, they came with this idea that brought people from around their neighbor and uh, they start teaching about Bitcoin. So they sit in the in the farm They get a coffee, they start asking questions about Bitcoin, they taste the product, and some and they like it. They so they buy their products, so they're making money. So, but with that money, they are growing, so they're bringing more people because you know, uh, from um, how you say it from mouth to mouth, you know, people with a mouth, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, so those that community uh people are starting to understand bitcoin uh, from peer to peer so and they're attracting more people they are growing their business but at the same time they are educating more more people so they were poor but now they are growing and they find a solution to make some improvements in, in their life just not just monetarily because they're making some really valuable connections and at the same it's, time they're making a beautiful farm
0: it's the social aspect as well isn't it which is they say value for value, not just monetary terms. They're getting the, the community together. People are understanding what they're doing. And they're actually, the product that you're providing is really good. We're going to buy from you. And word of mouth, spread the message. And so that all comes into like network effects, which at the time of understanding Bitcoin, that's what I was big on. I was in, into network marketing. And so when I saw the how the communities aligned, network marketing and Bitcoiners, people have gone out their way in both communities to help me for no instant reward to themselves just because they see a benefit of helping people um and it's funny because people looking in on network marketing and then bitcoin would have preconceptions about it misconceptions say oh it's this is that but my argument is always in well they're both opt-in no one's forcing you and if you'd like to you can opt out but generally you find when people opt-in they stay in what are the reasons for that so i always say to people don't knock it until you try it and once you tried it you can have your opinion i'm not, I'm not going to dismiss your opinion because that your opinion comes from your experience but from my experience all i can say is that it's made me a better person it's made made me have a better, have a better life i'm enjoying enjoying my time more my family enjoy my time more things cuz i'm more positive with, with my mindset and my outlook on life um so from my experience i would suggest people to have a look into into what what bitcoin can offer um but it's going back sorry to, so when we spoke without record before the recording, talk mm-hmm. about network, network effects and community. I mentioned I visited Barcelona last year, mm-hmm. saw, saw, saw a few Bitcoin signs, didn't meet any Bitcoiners. Now we have Orange Pill App. I've li- listened, saw one of your podcasts where you interviewed some people from Barcelona. They have their own Twitter page. Within a year, if I go to Barcelona or any other city, I can down, I have the Orange Pill App. I can open up, I can see who's close by. And in your local area, it might be lonely, but when you visit other places, you can find out people that have shared values. And I mentioned that somebody who was visiting the UK from Australia came to Oxford. We did a tour around the city and we had, we got on, we got on um, very well. But the connection that we had was we both like Bitcoin. That was it. But we had a, a great tour around the city, great conversations about technology, people we've met. And there were so many mutual connections that we've made. Um, so I keep saying via Twitter because that's mainly where where the um, Bitcoin is hang out. But having people um, create now products that Bitcoin can use, Bitcoiners can use. You mentioned Giza Fund, where people can donate to projects. Uh, we have Orange Bill app now, which is a social media um, connection app. There's so much out there that people don't under, don't see what's going on. And so I say to people, behind the scenes, well, not even behind the scenes. People in the space know there's so much um, movement in the technology. There's so much progression and you have people from all across the world adopting it. We mentioned El Salvador, obviously you have say, the West world, you've got the UK, America, but Africa, South America, lots of people on different economic levels have now have, now have a level playing field to compete on in terms of um, networking, in terms of um, economic um, accessibility. And so even if you don't think... Bitcoin is viable in terms of volatility. The technology, the underlying layer that people are using then to to transact and, and communicate is just incredible. You can't dismiss that. But the millions of people that are using it, you cannot dismiss it. And you mentioned for people's lives that are becoming better, areas improving. That's the proof of work. You cannot dismiss that.
1: Absolutely. And shout out to Orange Peel app because if you're in Salvador and you're a Salvadorian, no, if you're a and live in Salvador. It's free for you, so don't <laughs> <laughs> again they're sure. not sponsors.
0: <laughs> but value for value. In El Salvador, it's free because that's now the home, the mecca of Bitcoin. But <laughs> yeah. there there's certain pay scale you can have for the app. I don't think I've paid for an app before in my life, but I've paid for this app and I think I've got I'm now a lifetime member. So I've put a one-off payment paid via lightning. But that takes away from on social media, you have bots and you have people scamming. That takes mm-hmm. away that. Adds a layer of security to get rid of those bots and scammers. But then the value for value, I know now, the people that I'm connecting with have want to be there. They've they've paid the price to be there, so they sh- will kind of have aligned incentives. There might be some people that have some misaligned incentives and might be uh, some some scammers, but it's going to cost them to do that. So there's yeah, a security level or buffer level. I know I'm I'm conversating and connecting with people that when I say hello, and they respond back to me, we're probably going to have a meaningful conversation.
1: That's so cool. That's so cool, yeah. Uh, you mentioned that you know a lot, a lot about football, and I'm really curious. What's your team?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal. I'm a, I'm a long line. Long...
1: Arsenal, really? Life, Lifelong Arsenal fan, yeah. Wow. Your, yourself? Uh, one or two? If, if, we're, if we're talking uh, about the Premier League, I love Manchester United. Okay. Yeah. What
0: about yeah. Any, any other team?
1: Any other thing, Yeah, uh, Real Madrid here. Here in Barcelona, they're going to kill me. But that's what it. Is. That's what it is. And in El Salvador, there's a uh, there's a club that is from my my parents' town that's called uh, FAS, Club Deportivo FAS, from Santana, and they're making it really good. So
0: okay, I'm really disappointed that I didn't meet any Bitcoinism in Barça because I actually took my Bitcoin wallet shirt. So on the the weekend I was away. I had entered some teams into um a local local competition um so mm-hmm. I, some friends of mine managed it um but I actually took a video outside the new camp with a little promo video to say wishing them all the best but I had the shirt on I've got some photos that I use. um pointing to the Satoshi 21 on the back outside the new camp unfortunately it was it was closed they they weren't letting oh. any visit, visitors in I went early in the morning it was really warm as well um but yeah I'm, I'm glad that I went to visit and just had a, a look around the stadium but, um yeah, yeah. they're well, making I'm, a
1: new stadium right now are they? Where where yeah. about? Uh, right there. So there are um uh, They are starting to making again. You know, like they're destroying it, and then they'll start building again. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you'll have to wait for to try again, <laughs> at least for a year, I think. Okay. But yeah, hopefully, ho- hopefully we will we will orange orange peels some some people there.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, my wife and I we had, a, we had a great time there, so we do hope to come back soon. I'm not sure how she'll feel about me now knowing there's other bitcoins out there, as a there's a community. She might say she wants she wants some time with the, with just us, but um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, no, but yeah, I I, I don't know. Here in Barcelona, the, the, I think one of the great aspects about about here is that it's a uh, and I think also in the UK that it's multicultural, so there's people, there's a lot of people around the world, so you can always feel them, and they spread, they can spread the world, and they're and they're really open, open-minded, you know, because the, because again it's multicultural, so you meet people from around the world, so um, you have a, a like a, a, a mixture of of every culture, so you have that advantage that uh, people are uh, are you know they want to to know your story so they're open to that so yeah, yeah. absolutely any other question that you want to ask <laughs> um so in in terms of uh we mentioned Salvador, where you are
0: now have you been to any events locally
1: any conferences uh conferences uh this year and i'm and on focusing on the on the podcast but uh there are a lot of meetups here in barcelona actually on Thursday, uh, we will have one that uh, the team is that they are going to teach how uh, small businesses and media businesses uh, can adapt Bitcoin through Lightning. So I think it's a good opportunity, especially if you are an entrepreneur. Uh, but yeah, they make uh, meetups every month. So, but conference conferences, I'm planning to go next year to everywhere i can so <laughs> i'm planning to go to nashville and i'm planning to go um to adopting bitcoin the Halving party and uh if there's if there's something here i think Brack could be because this year they thought I, I saw on twitter that it was amazing so it looked uh, incredible <laughs> yeah how about you
0: um so last year i went to avon valley adventure park um that was really good. That was for the families and young people. Um, cool. Then, yeah, Amsterdam went to the conference in Amsterdam, which was also incredible. There, this year had a had a quiet one. I um, had a ticket to Miami. I won a ticket, but didn't unfortunately didn't quite make it out through other commitments. So yeah, twenty twenty four, like you would like like to hit most of them. So yeah, Nashville um, or Amsterdam later on this year. Actually, so, um, would like to make that there. mention um, looking into hosting the football competition, so if I can tie that in as a satellite event, I think that will springboard Bitcoin Ballers into 2024 and let us try and achieve everything that we want to.
1: I, I, I have a question that uh, it, it came to to my mind. Um, how how does team, uh, the comparison, uh, well, actually, no, about the. <laughs> I'm thinking about regulation because I, I remember that a few months or last year, uh, the, uh, the new prime minister talked about uh, and uh, publicly about uh, th- this new CBDC that they want to bring. So uh, I, I don't know how, how that's going and uh, hopefully better. <laughs> and uh, how do you see Bitcoin, not adoption, but, you know, the the uses of there that are, I don't know, do you see some pubs that use it or any local areas? Yeah. So experience you, there.
0: Are you talking about CBDCs in, CBDCs in general or in the
1: UK? No, in the UK, because they, and actually they, they want to do this how British coin? Or, I don't know, but the name was really. Yeah, nice. So,
0: <laughs> CBDCs for those that don't know the term central bank digital currencies, um, they've been muted for a long time, um, but now becoming a bit more apparent, especially after, after COVID and the, and the lockdowns. Um, so, I see that. CBDCs are the antithesis to what Bitcoin is. So Bitcoin Absolutely. is peer-to-peer, freedom money. CBDC will be controlled by one entity and everything will be be, be able to be controlled by them. Um, in the UK, so I think they Rishi Sunak coined the term... Basically, bri- survival,
1: sorry, basically it's, it's surveillance capitalism. Basically. It's a,
0: a, a surveillance coin, yeah. But yeah. Um, Rishi Sunak, who was chancellor at the time, now prime minister, coined the term Bitcoin just to muddy the waters even more so when people when people hear bitcoin and they hear Bitcoin, they're gonna oh they're they're one of the same thing but not realizing one's issued and controlled by the government and one is 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 freedom Mm peer-to-peer um so yeah in response to that people in the space in the uk um it's terrible i've forgotten the guy's name but what i do i'll add in the show notes um he's created bitcoin policy uk Uh um I'm gonna get his name out now. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's doing him a, a, an injustice. He's actually messaged me on Twitter because he sent me some stats yesterday. Wait, <laughs> no, don't, don't worry.
1: On. Yeah, but I think it's really important to know this stuff, you know, because uh... Freddie,
0: Freddie New, Freddie New is his name, and he had us right. with Peter McCormack. Which, if if you need, if you want to listen to that, it's a great conversation for somebody who's um, been in this in the space a while. But yeah, he created a um, group called Bitcoin Bitcoin Policy UK which hopes to um, influence um, the policy on Bitcoin and digital assets um, as a whole in the UK. Um, I think they're doing they've doing incredible stuff. They've made people aware of um, the CBDC um, framework that's gone out for people to question. And so as governments, they have to release um, information for people to question. And it turns out that governments as they are, I'm not very good at um administration they issued something with a, with a question missing so i think they had 10 questions that people could answer and it was no question number nine so then they had to extend the deadline date. it was just like if they can't get that right i don't expect them to get um a
1: digital absolutely. currency right <laughs> yeah absolutely but uh, no but uh, i think it, it's it's really important because as you mentioned uh CBDCs are the antithesis of bitcoin and people I don't know i think it's really important to mention this as much as bitcoin that because people need to know and be aware about uh what are the disadvantages and everything that will come with CBDC, all the limitations we have seen a little bit about that for example in canada uh not just in terms of CBDC, but you know that uh one was it was last year during the the covet i don't remember that uh, people were trying to make some crowdfunding for the, the truckers and uh, through fiat. So they, you know, the, they were pro- prohibited by that. And then people started supporting through Bitcoin and they couldn't stop it. So uh, do you see the difference that what is freedom and, and what is slavery? <laughs> yeah. And
0: I think that is why governments are doing their best,
1: say, to muddy the waters.
0: With the CBDC, because of COVID and lockdown, people using their... Um, Debit cards a lot more. They increase the value that can be done contactless. The government can easily say now, okay, with your account, we're going to top you up with free money that you can go go and use, and people would take that. Um, I think there's a term for UBI, Universal Basic Income, and they'll take that and not understand the ramifications. Whereas Bitcoin adoption, it's going to take a bit more a bit more education, and understanding, but there is a there is a difference. And so you meant you asked a question about adoption. Where I am at the moment. Um, Oxford City Football Club, who are sponsored by Coin Corner, who've just they've actually just won promotion to the National League. They um, accept payment over Lightning, so you can come to a football game and you can buy a seat, you can buy your ticket, you can buy food and drink, you can also use it use it at the club shop, using Lightning. Um, my mission at the moment is to help business people and businesses understand how it benefits the club directly. We, we mentioned instant final settlement there; um, it enables them to. Open up their businesses to Bitcoin community globally. They're not just fixed on 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 the, on the local economy. Um, there's 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 so much to be to be done, so much work to be done. And again, we're we're going up against um, actors, and i would call them bad actors. You're going against nation states, you're going against central banks. But it's a fight, I think we can win, and I think it's a, it's a fight worth having. All
1: right. You also mentioned that they're uh, trying to make some competitions and also to to uh bring you know the, the use of bitcoin through through the, those competition but have you planned to make a competition with real betford
0: <laughs> <laughs> we did we spoke i spoke on a podcast recently i think with daniel prince to see if we could get oh. a game game together um because i my involvement with the club is not with with the first team it was with the, the under 23s or reserve side um, mm-hmm. i don't organize fixtures for pre-season um, but it just try, transpires things move quite quickly. So Bedford got promoted and released their Whoa. preseason pre-season, fi- preseason fixtures. Oxford City got promoted. I think they're just releasing their preseason fixtures now. So a lot of stuff has, has already been done. But there is a possibility of Rail Bedford and Oxford City meeting in a cup, um, in the National Cup this year. So fingers crossed, we can we can get we get wow. luck Hopefully. luck of the draw and um, get a fixture together. Um, that would be really good. Battle other Bitcoiners teams, but also then we just. It will put the teams in the spotlight, but also people ask questions. Okay, these teams have Bitcoin connection. Why is that? What what are the, what is it offering? What is the, what are the benefits of that? Um, so there, I'm I'm, exci- I'm excited for both teams this season. So, yeah, you ask about which teams I support. Yeah, Arsenal lifelong fan, but yeah, Oxford City and a, a Real Bedford fan as well.
1: <laughs> of course, well, we all Bitcoiners. I think we are fans of Real Bedford. <laughs> so, yeah, they are really good and have you seen it uh, changing a little bit well uh, no, it's the same t- t- topic but have you seen uh ted lasso by chance <laughs> <laughs> i haven't i haven't a lot of people ask. Have, obviously
0: i'm into football you have, have, watch you, watch, have you watched ted lasso I, I i see a lot of the memes about it um people talk about it a lot um so it's on the list but being a bitcoin as you know a lot of time is, is devoted yeah. to, <laughs> devoted to edu- education of bitcoin so if I do watch a series or program, it's very, very rarely. So I'll have to put it on the on the back burner. But it's on the it's on the list.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But uh, you know, you're a footballer, you're a coach. I th- I think you will love it because uh, uh, again, me also uh, I don't have much time, but I, I like to watch some uh, some TV shows, and, and one of them was Ted Lasso because you know it was uh, related to, with the Premier League, and I was like, uh, so you know it, it was a. Uh, it was a coach that was in the U.S. training. I, I think it was uh, a football team, but their football. Yeah. yeah. So there wasn't soccer. It was uh, you know football, American football. So they came here and uh, they saw the real football. Sorry guys, <laughs> they saw they saw football, and uh, so it's it's really interesting. It's really fun. And really funny. Um, it's it's um,
0: funny you mentioned that because I was listening to flirting with Bitcoin yesterday so flirting with bitcoin is a a podcast that i listen to on the fountain app a husband and wife that talk about bitcoin but they mentioned ted lasso and he did um and a a comparison between what people think about bitcoin and what people thought about ted lasso he and i think his analogy was people aren't asking the first question um i don't want to give too much away because i haven't seen it but he was talking about him playing darts is there a scene when he was playing darts and somebody thought they could beat him and he said uh I may be giving something away. But basically, Ted was saying, nobody asked the first question, can you play darts, Ted? And basically, and, what the guy from Flirting with Bitcoin is saying, no one's asking the right question about Bitcoin, like what is money true. or what is yeah. Bitcoin? People just have their preconceptions
1: by hearing it from something else. Yeah, 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 absolutely. That's true. Yeah, that, that, that happened in the in the first season. So, uh, but yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, Sorry, so, Ian from Flirting with Bitcoin, if I, if I butchered that. analogy i apologize but i took something from it
1: (laughs) it (laughs) it. (laughs) no no no, but but it's true actually it is true that that's one of the things that i love about the lesson because uh of course it it's funny but it actually brings some value to to the society because you know that uh he asks some questions because he's learning from the bottom about football because he knows american football but he doesn't know anything about um in general so the that's a process and I think uh, I just said it's really a comparison between uh and Bitcoiners because we're we're learning and before you become a Bitcoiner a Bitcoiner uh, you know you barely know about Bitcoin you barely know about money actually you need to understand the, the uh, money the money history in order to understand Bitcoin you know so yeah, I, I think that could be also an, an analogy. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: talking about obviously learning, um, you said you got into the space about 2017 or started to understand in 2017. Have your friends and family who aren't into Bitcoin, have they seen a change in you? And what what are their thoughts and comments?
1: Have they seen what? Sorry?
0: A change in you in terms of your, your, your ah. mindset and att- attitude. Absolutely, yes.
1: <laughs> My, my parents and uh, also my friends because you know not just not just um what I do for a living because I started uh during the during COVID uh uh the company that, that I, I was working at uh closed because of COVID so that's how I became a freelance freelancer so I start making articles on medium medium was kind of new so but that time so they wanted to push every new articles every new writer so uh, by that time I was making uh digital culture articles most of them based on on Apple because uh, I love Apple so um and then I started to writing about other stuff but then once I start uh, learning about Bitcoin I'm uh, not pushed aside but I dedicated more about Bitcoin and they saw that i'm more aware in in other stacks for other stuff because for example i think one of the people are educated or i, I don't know how to say it is that if you're not doing any uh, a work something in during the day if you're not productive uh, you know like like you're uh wasting your time and mm-hmm. that's not true what and uh, and I think that's something that because I don't know if it is because uh we're close to to the states that in the United States they have also this mentality that you have to start to be working all the time and uh in Latin America we also need to work the whole time uh if not they're not valuable and uh, but that's uh, actually that, that's something that I see uh way different here in Europe and they start uh to value and once when I started learning about Bitcoin also I became more aware of that that people here work but to enjoy the life that's why for example here, now that we're in summer people are crazy about, about summer but it's not because they're they're lazy I think it's because uh just somehow appreciate your time so and and even the companies make some efforts that you can spend more time freely with your family with your friends uh I don't know I'm talking generally maybe I'm wrong but that's my my point of view my perspective so and when I became a Bitcoiner a Bitcoiner I was like all right I need to it's not that I had to work every single day every single time it's just about being more more productive in order to spend more time with my family with my friends with my loved ones so and i learned it through that true bitcoin uh, because you know you have this uh uh, how how was the the term that you you see the short and long uh time preference yeah time preference Uh, absolutely So uh, I became more aware of of that. So And even living here in Europe, uh, I was more aware about that because also my friends that live here, not just Europeans from around the world, Americans, uh, Latin Latin Americans, but they live here. There's a different lifestyle, so you learn from them. So I think that's uh, how maybe they saw my, my change. And what about you?
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I think understanding, you mentioned time preference, um, time being your most valuable asset, but also is finite, like nobody lives forever. When you discover a technology or understand a technology that will allow you to store your energy, your life force, in terms of money, so when we do work, we get value back in, in terms of money. If you can save that and store that, and it's worth equal amount in the future, that that's what we're looking for. We haven't got that in terms of the monetary system we have now, fiat system, because everything gets inflated. Your money devalues over time. So with Bitcoin, without a promise of hyper, um, without the promise of going up in value, sorry, just maintaining your purchasing power, that's a viable technology. But what we've seen, the way the software is written, um, how the halvings work out, is Satoshi says it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So you understand that bitcoin is going to become more valuable over time because there is a limited amount there's 21 million um 21 million bitcoin when you understand the monetary system or the, the economics behind that you then start to think long term you do not thinking on the on the hamster wheel i need to keep working as fast as i can to earn as much money you think actually what can i work on long term which projects can i devote my time to my life to and i mentioned People that are doing artwork, um, you, you have Stacey Herbert, Mike Kaiser that talk about the Renaissance 2.0. So, if you understand what the Renaissance was back in the, I am going to butcher the time now, was it 1400 1500s when we had the florin yeah, so. as, as a currency and the beautiful artwork that you see and in, in the sculptures and buildings that you see in, in Italy, that came from a sound money standard. So, by bringing Bitcoin as the next monetary standard, which has fixed properties that cannot be manipulated um without without consensus you're thinking about long-term projects for you and your family in the next four eight twenty years as a society as a people we're looking at 100 150 years in the future the fear experiment which is what 50 years old which is in one generation or two generations has changed people's mindset to think fast money I want to earn as much as I can as quick as I can and it doesn't matter about the quality or the value that's going to deteriorate over time we we talk about there's inflation there's there's shrinkflation, there's deterioration in quality that all revolves around the monetary standard that we're on and by having my eyes open to that it's made me think long term into the future what can I produce, what can I work on that I'm going to be proud of and create a legacy in the future for me, my family and and my community which is why Coach Carbon and what I'm doing with Bitcoin ballers and and the podcast, I'm really, really passionate about because at at most, sorry, at worst, I'm doing something that I'm passionate about and I believe I'm bringing value. Whether people appreciate that value or not, I believe that I'm delivering value. And for those that that receive it and give value back, I appreciate that. But what I'm trying to bring um, as a legacy is okay. Coach Carbon was here, helping on board people understand what their time means to them that their time is valuable that it's worth something and if i can help them understand their passion and work on that and thrive if i can understand if i can help them understand how their health and wealth and well-being is was all revolved around the, the, the money system i think then it will all be worthwhile We'll, we'll soon see time will tell as
1: I tell people <laughs> absolutely no yeah, that's true absolutely and and I feel related with that because actually that's that's why I started this podcast um because you know uh, I was expecting uh, as in, as I mentioned um, a couple of times Max and Stacy are making a really great job and I think their podcast is one of the most famous around the globe and uh, but um what what I told to people is that, if, it is in English, so there's a there's a barrier in El Salvador because not all of us uh, know English. Uh, most of the people don't know about uh, how to speak English. So uh, there's a barrier, so that, that's why education is really important. So, um, you know, I was uh, I was thinking about uh, how, how to educate people through a different way. Um, in order that is really quick and have a, like instant access and I think uh I thought that the same thing the the um if you have your your wallet in order to get access to, to Bitcoin and the bank services we also have other apps like Fontaine or YouTube or Twitter so uh I thought all right so I should make a podcast but uh, the added value is that if we're making an interview, for example, this one that is in English, yours is going to be in English, mine's going to be English also, but it's going to have subtitles. So uh, we make that barrier disappear for Spanish and English communities. So all people have access to that, you know, and also I'm bringing uh, people from the Spanish community. So um, we have, we as Salvadorians on Latin American spanish speak speaker have uh more content because we have it as uh, with subtitle that is in spanish so people can understand it if you don't speak english and uh i mean if it is in spanish probably well, the same language the same language you know because that happened a lot because i was talking with some friends uh, before starting this podcast i would that are bitcoiners uh there were i was talking uh to them like have have you seen this episode have you heard about this bitcoiner have you seen uh uh This other podcast, and they said uh no, because it's in it's in English, and I don't speak English that that well, so I, I don't get all the information and it happened a lot so and and I was thinking, all right, and you know southern needs a lot of education right now because as you mentioned uh right now um where the the car we are uh the renaissance to to point also so uh people need a lot of education because a lot of people is going to el salvador but from around the world but uh as much as people are going to el salvador also salvatarians need to know what's going on their education, what are the values why people around the world are coming suddenly to our country not just because (laughs) it's safe safe there's something there so they need they need a lot of education and it's not just enough education and i'm just i'm not just talking about salvador latin america Around the world but we need a lot of education so yeah i think uh what the value that we can bring to our communities uh it's really important because as you said it's a legacy and the good the good thing about the internet is that it stays forever
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and i love what you what you've done there so obviously you felt, you have your passion which is bitcoin you've seen seen an opportunity um the Lat- latin american world maybe are missing out on some great content because they can't listen like, to something yeah. they can't listen to something or quite don't understand and to have to sit and read that's going to take time and i mentioned this to people a lot now so what we're doing on podcasts you mentioned is there on on the internet it's there to stay this is our, our testament in time um for someone to listen to in a week's time a year's time 10 years time previously how information was was um transferred network effect word of mouth we'd sit by a campfire and you, someone would go off to another, another village, another community and, and spread the message there, there might be a bit of loss in translation, but the message could get passed on, but that would take time. Then we had the written, mm-hmm. we had books, which mm-hmm. enable people to, to, to transport um, information through time and space. And now we have the internet, the messages that we have. And again, testament in time, the message may change slightly. We may get more information and we may do another podcast. We may do another, another YouTube video, with understanding, without without current understanding. But where we are right now, this is how we understand something. This is the message we're delivering. This is for you. We hope to bring value to you. And if you get value for it back, you can deliver that back in, in so many, way, many ways now. It could just be a message, it could be a, a, sh- a shout out somewhere. But we are all now connected. It's so much better. And so, again, going back to network effects, when people understand how network effects work um, and Going back to Bitcoin, and you were talking about then shitcoins that are trying to emulate Bitcoin or be what Bitcoin is or isn't. When I first got into Bitcoin, people were discussing altcoins. I didn't quite understand it. And even now, I, if someone mentioned an altcoin to me, I would say, what are, the, what are the FABs, features and benefits? How does it compete with Bitcoin? But the first thing I'll ask, um, who created it? That's my first question. The second question I'll ask, well, what's the network effect? And in that, I mean, okay, how many nodes are secure in the network? How many people know about it? Because to compete against Bitcoin, you have to recreate this network effect and you have to recreate the immaculate conception, which you cannot do. So therefore you cannot compete. And new people into the space, they're going to have an experience of shit coins because that's just the, the nature nature of the, of, the, of the world. But if they can bypass that um, and understand what Bitcoin is straight away, they're going to do themselves a lot of favours. Um, again, I just want to be the person that i think i should have had back in 2018 or maybe i think it's 2017 when a friend of ours first mentioned it in the group chat and we all we all dismissed it but yeah if there's more of us now doing the, the the education and having gone through the experience of of a cycle or two the next generation coming through on, on the next cycle will, will be that
1: much better off absolutely uh, no and, and and again education it's really important and it's never en- enough actually i uh, i want to shout out uh the project the the american and you know, well there are a lot of projects in el salvador right now including uh, I, thought, I thought it was maybe bitcoin but um uh, right now the lugano embassy is working with uh, the bitcoin office uh that's from max and stacy and they, they brought uh, a couple of weeks ago uh siphoning actually to make some master class because they're uh, making the the first generation of developers but they're uh, fully learning about bitcoins uh, developers because i i think they're going to need a lot of developers because you know there are a lot of companies going uh the volcano bonds are also uh going to be available i don't know when but i think this year so um uh, because right now they're uh making a lot of content about that so hopefully we will get some information from bukele or or Max or Stacy um uh, well from the Bitcoin office but yeah because stuff uh, that they're, they're bringing uh the best uh Bitcoiners uh, to educate people in El Salvador and I hope I hope that uh, it doesn't stay just in El Salvador that more uh countries get the adoption and more people are educated and that's how we yeah I, I, connection with I, network I think they will um
0: without with what we think will happen else, uh, with El Salvador, when we see it succeed, other com- countries are gonna look and say, well, what what, what was the strategy here? Um, and it's just, there's a word for it. And what's the word called? Where you, it takes on takes on the globe. Uh, it will come back to me. Um, game theory, it's game theory. Ah, yeah, yeah the game so when, theory, yeah. when other, other nations see what's happening in El Salvador, it'd be silly not to replicate it and emulate it, so we'll see. It will take time, but um, as time time flies, as we all well know. Absolutely,
1: so, um, yeah, but they're they're doing it. Uh, sorry, uh, Costa Rica are, are are making their own research about that, and even in Mexico, I know that a couple's Latin America. I think uh, I think Brazil countries. as
0: well, supposedly. Um, so uh, a lot, uh, a lot of potential presidents in, in certain countries are aware. Even in America now, you have um. Uh, is it not Ron Kennedy? John Kennedy?
1: Ah, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, he's a Bitcoin Robert advocate. Russell Robert Kennedy. He's a Bitcoin advocate. Yeah. Um, who's the other one? DeSantos. He's starting to understand Bitcoin. There's from there's politicians on both sides of the benches that, that understand it. So, um, yeah, ex- exciting times. But yeah, you mentioned that, uh, about the developers creating the um, developers um in, in El Salvador. I think is it fold out. Um, have now taken their headquarters to El Salvador. You're going to get.
1: Uh, it could be. Yeah. yeah,
0: an influx of businesses that then need the people on the ground. So you're creating opportunities for people that wouldn't necessarily be able to have those jobs. So if you can understand it, you're going to be way ahead of other people, say, around the world, which is uh, going to be great for great for the country.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. absolutely. <laughs> Sure. So
0: I um, I'm going to ask a question that I ask everyone who I have on the show um uh-huh. if you, if you had a time machine and can get meet yourself um back when you left school um not sure when you left school but so 16 17 what one bit of advice would you give yourself
1: uh, wow that's a good really good question <laughs> if I had time travel and and uh, meet myself in high school uh spend time with your loved ones enjoy what you're doing <laughs> in, the, in the school because you're ha- you're happy and you you didn't know it <laughs> you didn't know about yeah that. yeah uh, yeah and uh so when I was in high school it was uh 2017 and Bitcoin was 2009 I started learning about <laughs> no sorry I was no 2000 no it was 2009. 2000, no 2010 was my promotion so
0: yeah okay. start learning about bitcoin <laughs> yeah <laughs> great great because it was
1: advice. one year old <laughs> yeah
0: you'd be definitely now yeah. but i love what you said about enjoying your time i just mentioned that to my daughter when i picked up from school i said do you know these are the best times of your life and she looked to me like and i i looked and smart because we have got this summer here in the uk um i can i take me back to when i was at school her age and how much i love being with my friends and obviously you've got the learning part but you have got the the social side. I think in, as you get older, you get more responsibilities. There's more things that you have to have to try and do. Um, so yeah, enjoy enjoy the time when you're when you're young. But for me now, which information I give to young people, and specifically my son who's turning eighteen soon, is oh. understand what Bitcoin is now. And I mentioned Bitcoin, but generally, understand what money is. And as I said relating to time, energy, and value. If you learn about those, that it will for me it will pivot you, direct you to Bitcoin. But if you can kind of understand that at a young age, you're gonna buy yourself so much time in the future. And it's not just about jumping on the hamster wheel, go to university, get a job, get a career. Yes, you can do that. But I would ask you, ask yourself, are you following your passion? And by doing that, where is it gonna lead you? Have, have a plan, have a path. You're not gonna to stick to that path. There's gonna be diversions, but have a goal at the end that you want to work to, but do as much learning and understanding as you can, and not just state education or education in in the, your chosen career path. Do learning outside of that that is going to make you a better person. And I would argue, understand Bitcoin first, and that will open up so many opportunities in terms of understanding the technology, people within the space, the network that it's going to create. It's, there's so much to to learn from it. Um, yeah. That's my that, yeah. that's my
1: that's my little little rant at the end. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I just wanted to add that that. Um... Dan, Dan Prince actually is a good example. I, I love what he's doing with his kids. And uh, that's um, because, you know, my sister is also a Bitcoiner and I have a nephew and my sister wants to make our my, my nephew about Bitcoin. He's three, three years old, but uh, what Dan Prince are, he's doing with um, with his daughter and even with, with, with his son, it's really amazing. I think it's a, it's a good way. It's a good path. There's another way to educate them on well, at least to i think the important thing is as you mentioned that uh, they have an option so they decide but there's by their self know what the system says that it's good and and what's not so that they can make their own decisions based, based on their their knowledge so and and right now thank god that they're making a lot of content for for kids and for teenagers and for everyone and that's um personally that's uh, what we're trying to do with my nephew so and i think it's a really good approach and if parents are uh, bitcoiners uh, i think they should try because it's never too, too late and now kids are i think all generations says that but the kids are you know are, are way better than us when we were because they're smarter so they get things and they you know they uh, starting, they're growing with all these technologies. So, uses as a tool and not as much as entertainment, but uses as a tool. And yeah, they can. You,
0: you mentioned about the young people, your, your nephew, three years old, there's information out there. There's games you can play. Play Shamry have um, games that young people can play. Um, Tuttle, yeah. tr- um, Tuttle, a, a, t- yeah. t- a TV, TV show, cartoon. Absolutely. I'm trying, trying to think what technology is out there. People are educating on from, say, two two to three years old to adults, different skill sets. So you can have you could be an uh, aeronautical engineer and have a passion for Bitcoin. There's information, technical information for you. We could be a five-year-old and want to know about money, but there's Bitcoin information created for you by yeah. people that are passionate. Um, the only thing I can think of possibly is the mobile phone, where young people use a mobile phone, people in all professions use a mobile phone. It's accessible to all. And it's going to benefit all on all different levels
1: absolutely dan prince actually told me about this um, memory game that but I, I don't remember but it's a card game that okay. you you flip it and there's some concepts about bitcoin so it's a, it's a good way to start for kids mm. and as you mentioned total twins also but yeah that was a, that was uh, a really good
0: episode so i i challenged my daughter i said if, if she watches the full episode i think it's about 30 to 40 minutes i would yeah, give her um five pound I was, I was hoping to give it to her in, in Satoshi's, but she wanted something else instead. But she sat, <laughs> she, she, she sat and watched, she understood. And then again, oh. not that she's going to retain all the information, but as she gets older, when she hears certain keywords, buzzwords, it will ring a bell like, oh yes, I understand what it is, I know what it is. Yeah, I know what inflation means. Uh, <laughs> which oh, yeah. I, I didn't fully appreciate and understand until, oh yeah, I was a lot older. All I thought inflation was,
1: well, price goes up, but why? Why yeah do- exactly but why Why? <laughs> that's the main thing why yeah. you need to ask why not just about this but about everything i think
0: yeah
1: <laughs> all right man <laughs> i won. thank you very much for your time
0: i appreciate it and i look forward to sharing this on both our platforms should we should yeah. we do it uh, we should do a competition a fountain competition um a joint one so what should we say if somebody <laughs> if someone follows both shows and sends a boost a comment on both shows we'll donate them each um let's let's do the equivalent i'm trying to think because i'm obviously in pounds here let's do a yeah, bounty. that's actually let's, a good idea let's do a bounty right. i'm just gonna go on one at satoshi now i'm
1: numbering um see cool. what happens i don't know how much satoshi is let's but-
0: Is the thing with live live podcasts?
1: Trying to do conversion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do
0: it in dollars. We're doing dollars.
1: All
0: right. I've updated my wallet. It's a toshii. It's changed slightly, and I'm, I'm lost. <laughs> yeah. Once Satoshi we... is, it's zero
1: point zero zero zero. Should we? Should out. we?
0: should we um pledge five dollars each so the ten dollar bounty so the first person to follow both shows and comment and and comment it could be any comment it could be just a letter or a number but if you comment on this episode on both on both podcasts you'll get a five dollar bounty in sats paid by both of us so ten dollars in total yeah I think. All right. Hopefully, hopefully that makes sense.
1: <laughs> I think, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> yes. And you, yeah. you can, and, and you won't just get the bonus because if you listen both podcasts, you will get Satoshi through while yeah. you're listening. So again,
0: value for value. Yeah, value just by listening, value. you get rewarded. So, so double bubble. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you for also for your time. It was a pleasure to meet you. We we talked previously on Twitter, but. It's not the same that I like can hear. And if you ever come to Barcelona, let me know. And uh, we cannot. <laughs> and
0: I'll see you at the halving party.
1: <laughs> yeah, we will see you in the halving party. Have a nice day. And you. Take care.